Hello, it's your DM, Andrew. Thank you so much for checking us out. Do have to apologize for the quality in these first couple of episodes, uh, but I will assure you that we learned pretty quickly on the sound processing and playing side, and the quality will quickly improve in these next couple of episodes. Again, thank you so much for listening, and if you want to get in contact with us, you can find us on Twitter at Beholder underscore S. Once again, Beholder underscore s uh you can send us an email at the beholders i llc at gmail.com once again that's the beholders i llc all one word no apostrophe at gmail.com uh, or you can search for us on facebook uh, we've got a page and we're going to be starting a group soon and that's enough for me so on to the show Chapter 1. Beginnings. No, you can't understand, because you were reading the last chapter of something without having read the first chapters. <laughs> Young people always think they're coming into a story at the beginning, when they're usually coming in at the end. The Wheel of Time by Robert Jordan Welcome, brave traveler, to Salandrian, a city steeped in murder mystery and madness. Stagnation and complacency have run rampant, and something monstrous churns behind the dark. A group of private investigators are the only thing that stands in the way of injustice and despair. Let us join them now for another exciting episode of The Beholder's Eye! One, two. Andrian, the shining crown jewel of the great Dwarven Empire, a city almost as old as the breaking of the world, is stirring in the early morning hours before sunrise. Down the filthy alleyways and through the maze-like streets, you've made your way to the front door of the Beholder's Eye investigation firm. The two-story building is made of stone and wood with a slate roof. The outer walls have been painted a dark blood red. A sign hangs above the door with the Beholder's Eye sigil, a triangle surrounding a magnifying glass with an inhuman pupil staring out from the center of the glass. Waiting in the street, you can hear the muffled voices of at least two people coming from inside. As the sun starts its inexorable daily journey, you can hear the sound of several locks being opened on the other side of the door. The door swings open and standing in the doorway is Pendolin Timbers, a redhead a uh, female halfling. She is the secretary and second in command here. She greets you with a warm, inviting smile and says, Hello. It looks like you all made it. Um, good, good. Uh, come in and we'll get you all settled in the conference room and then we can get started. And without a pause, she turns on her heels and starts leading all of you into the building. You're taken to a large room in the center of the building. It is furnished with a long table and chairs, a bar, some bunk beds, and various other things. Uh, Pendolin gestures for you to all take a seat at the table and says, This is our conference room. It's also our break room. 
the, the nature of our work can lead to long nights and empty bellies, so we provide a space for you to rest and eat while on the job. She glances around the room at everyone, and uh, she kind of takes a breath. So, uh, we'll, we'll get started shortly. Al Aldalar will be along in a few moments. Um, please feel free to make yourselves at home while you wait. And with that, she, uh, she turns and immediately leaves the room. So what are you all doing? I go look in the fridge. Is there a beer? Uh, yeah, so on uh, the bar, there's actually three casks uh, labeled amber, uh, golden, and dark. Um, and they're just three different kinds of ale. Um, there's also a wine rack with all different kinds of wine on it. Um, and there's plenty of clean uh, mugs and things sitting around for you to get a drink from. I just shout at the beer. Barkeep! Uh, there's no barkeep. You're the only barkeep. people in the room. <laughs> no one responds to you. Get yourself a drink. So I assume I most, are you guys sitting down or are you just kind of milling around? I walk to the corner and I glare at everybody from the corner. <laughs> okay. I'm just kind of pottering around a little bit. Okay. And uh, kind of consulting my spell book, which is on my arm, actually. You know, you can use your regular voice when you're out of character. Oh, cool. That's great. Then. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I do, though. Uh, so you guys are all kind of milling around for a while, and uh, it seems like it might be taking a little bit longer than it was supposed to. You can hear a little bit of a commotion out in the uh, the hallway for at, at one point, and... Uh, it's been about 10 minutes, and the door slowly swings open, and uh, Aldalar Mindshadow, owner of the Beholder's Eye, just saunters into the room. Uh, he's a severe-looking dwarf with jet-black hair that is gray at the temples, and uh, he's got a very long, intricately braided beard. He wears three wide belts uh, around his waist and crisscrossing his chest that have several knives weighing them down. He quickly surveys the room, uh, looks at all of you, and says, oh, <clears throat> Welcome, everyone. Let's all have a seat and we can get started. Does everyone sit down? Right where I am in the corner. I also sit down. I Does the orb sit down? Uh, no, I take on the characteristics of whatever is around the town, so I just look like a human. Oh, cool. Yeah. I... Well, it'd be mostly dwarves, really. Yeah, or I look—I look dwarfish. I'm a short. Right are you, now. Are you an attractive-looking dwarf? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm an elemental, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the most beautiful dwarf that ever existed. Yeah. <laughs> I make a comment to chirp about the awkward guy in the corner. <laughs> She's not listening to you. Okay. Me? <laughs> no, I think he looks sweet. Oh, nice. I sit immediately to Algalar's right. Aldalar? That's what I said. You put a G in there somewhere. It's all right, yeah. though. <laughs> so, uh, as you all sit down, uh, Aldalar says, Okay, so, uh, first thing is first. If you have to call me anything, please, please call me Al or Boss. No. All right, now that we... No. Shut up. Uh, now that we got that out of the way, uh, you're all here today because you answered our ad. And uh, we thought that you'd make, you might make good detectives. You might have what it takes. Uh, but 
we recently expanded our operation here and we uh, hired all of you to help with that. Uh, we're putting together a team that can work as a unit or independently. We take on new cases and uh, uh, con contracts every day and uh, the workload is becoming a bit intense. We'll need the five of you to be able to take on assignments as a group, but also take on personal assignments as well, although not as often. Uh, he pauses to get up from the table and walk over to the bar. He taps himself a large tankard of golden ale and sits back down, taking a couple of quick sips before starting again. Uh, so uh, to start off, we're going to go around the table and I want each of you to introduce yourselves to the others. Um, I'll go ahead and start. My name, as you know by now, is Aldalar Mindshadow. I grew up here in Salandrian and uh, spent some time with the Assassin's Guild and the Thieves Guild before I started this investigation firm. All right, so now mm, you. Any uh, points at Barry? Wes. Yes, Al? Were you not listening? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I was reviewing my notes and, and patting myself on the back for getting the job. Okay, go ahead and introduce yourself to the others. Hi, hi guys. I'm I'm a baritone scale weaver. You can call me Barry. Uh, <laughs> what do you do, Barry? Um, I fight crime and sing songs. So you're a bard? Yes. Maybe not the smartest. Anyways, um... All right, now you. Any points at you, Carrie? Chirp. Yes, you, Chirp. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> okay, I grew up here in Salandrian, so I thought that, you know, I really want to help the people that I know around here. And, uh, uh what else? What do you do? Oh, uh... Nothing really. I, <clears throat> I, I, I steal a little bit, and I just, you know. Uh, so you might say that you're a rogue. I'm looking for a real job. Okay. Well, we've got a real job for you here. All right, now, uh, and he looks around the table for the minute. You, vague. Wait, you didn't look like that when you came in here before. Um, I feel like you should make a perception roll. <laughs> I, you probably should. Oh, I'm on the wrong screen. I'm wondering why this keeps fucking clipping out. We did. Okay, I'm back in. Um, so now, yeah, he points at you, Michelle. Yeah. I rolled a nat 20 on my... Yeah, he rolls a 14, so. Uh, I, I guess I have a lot of doppelgangers out there. Um, well, we were hiring... Um, fuck, what's your character's name? Lazy. <laughs> Lazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we were hiring somebody we thought went by the name of Lazy. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, Lazy. Uh, I'm... I'm just here for the job. I want to do good for the community. But you are the same person, right? 
Yes. Okay, you I, just look different. You Did you get a haircut? A detective? I, you know, I don't know if I should work this company. It sounds like you. Well, no, my you detective don't. senses are telling me something's weird about you. Oh, that's that's rude. Do you say that to all your new uh, hires? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can we just move on, please? Actually, Al, you are kind of an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you just met boy. me. You, uh, you're the asshole. <laughs> say that to a man. Well, I uh, I helped my friend Turp out <laughs> to get this job. And she was on the street for a while, so I figured I'd we'd do it together. <laughs> We're friends. We've been friends. You tried to steal my home, and I've taken you on the straight and narrow. You consider me a friend? All right. So now he points at uh, Adam, the guy in the corner that's not even at the table. Yeah, uh, he says, uh, y "You over there in the corner." You can come join us. My name is Swifty Gills. You may call me Swifty Gills or your eminence. I am here to kill things. Oh, okay. Good. You uh, pay me now? No, I, we <laughs> talked about this before. You uh, pay me now. Every two weeks. Now is two weeks. We'll talk about it after this, okay? You better. Two, okay. Two, two weeks after you start, I, I assume. Quiet bird person. <laughs> and then Quiet finally he's like, okay, Quiet and um, and now you, uh, my fellow dwarf. Uh, hi guys, my name's Boris, and I am, my last name's Tuli, and my name's Boris Tuli, and I am a dwarf, and I'm also a trainee wizard. At Randall School of Evocation Magic. Why do you all tell us what you are? Can you not As think I said we can before, see what you are? Exactly a technical college. <laughs> okay, so uh, now that you've all introduced yourselves, uh, Al kind of looks around and says, "All right, here's how today's gonna go. Um, first up, we've got a little bit of a uh, mystery for you guys to solve. Uh, we've set up in the basement. Um, you're going to go down. Each of you is going to get a piece of information from a different suspect in a fake murder. Um, you're going to take each of you is going to get a different piece of information. Um, and you're all going to come back as a group, work together, and solve the crime. Uh, see who uh, see if you can figure out who, which one of these suspects did it um, and then afterwards uh, we're going to be bringing in a uh, another group that um, I haven't told you this yet but they they might get your jobs so um, you're gonna fight them and uh, whoever wins gets the job all right sound good so do we need to do we need to solve the mystery? It doesn't matter if we solve the mystery as long as we... Oh, no, that's really just a test of your detective skills. I want to see how well you guys uh, can work together. Al uh, goes around behind the bar, and he opens up a trap door, um, and he says, All right, everybody, we're going to go down here. This is the basement. Um, we've cleared everything out, so we've got a lot of nice space to work with here. Um, so he leads you all down... Uh, little bit of a ladder and then down a set of stairs um, as you enter the basement you see that it has been emptied and it's rather large uh, five chairs with five different people are sitting equidistant around the room Al says uh, these five people are suspects in the murder of JP Rockton a local businessman 
Uh, each of them has one thing to tell each one of you, after which you will get together and share that information. Then you will set, use said information to solve the crime. Does anyone have any questions? Am I looking at a dead person uh, in the middle of the room? No, no. Yeah, the way it's going to work, uh, you're going to go down, there's five. These five people each have one piece of information for you. They're going to give you that piece of information. You're all going to sit back down together and figure out who did it. Okay? Are we allowed to hurt these people? No. They will tell you their one piece of information. They don't need to be interrogated <laughs> or stabbed, please. These are just actors. Alibos? Alibos? Yes, yes. <laughs> totally wrong. Did you just call it Alibos? Al or boss? <laughs> Al the boss. Well, that's what it said. Yeah, Al or boss. You, you said no, earlier no, on you wanted to be called Al or boss. <laughs> no, just, just Al or just boss. Just Al or just boss? I'm pretty sure you said your name was Al or boss. <laughs> <laughs> Just, okay, <laughs> call me Al. Okay, that's that's what I thought we were doing on the interview. So. All right, yeah, yeah, exactly. Call me Al, okay? All right, Al, sounds good. Yeah, did you Al. have a question? Uh, yeah, Al, um, I was wondering, because I'm an intern and I'm only a trainee wizard, whether or not the other party that we're against as an actual wizard. I don't know, he seems somewhat competent, but... Okay, I'm sorry about that, guys. We'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> um, and yes, I, I don't want you to kill them, um, preferably. Uh, I'm going to assume that you're using non-lethal yeah. means of yeah. knocking them out, please. Of course, non-lethal magic. All right, can we get started with this first... Uh, set to stun there, boss. Can we get started with this first test now? Well, yeah. Are you guys ready? a good 80% of the time, my magic does not kill people. Go now. <laughs> Good. Okay, so uh, he leads each of you around to a different person uh, sitting around the room. Um, we're going to start uh, with Carrie. Um, uh, so, Carrie, uh, he sits you down in front of a proud looking uh, dwarven woman that is dressed in very, very nice clothing. Um, and uh, he says, okay, so the way this is going to work is she's going to uh, give you a statement, um, and then you're going to go back and wait for everybody else, and you're going to let them know what the statement is, okay? What the statement is. Okay. Thank you. All right. Uh, so uh, the woman looks you in the face, and um, she does not look distressed in any way. She may look like she might have been crying at one point. Um, oh, are you okay? But she looks very um, stoic, I guess you'd say. Um, and she looks you dead in the eyes and she says, uh, My husband was a pillar of our community. I can't imagine why anybody would want him dead. Is he dead? That's all she can tell you. So uh, after she says that, Al is like, All right, all right. You can go back and uh, wait for everybody else. And so uh, then he leads Michelle. Um, he leads Lazy over to uh, the next person and sits her down and says, all right, here we go. Uh, and you're sitting across from a very angry looking half elf man. Um, and he's dressed in like kind of beggar's clothing, looks um, very low class. Um, and he looks you in the eyes and says, uh, he was a good boss, uh, though a little stingy on the pay. 
and that's it. Can I ask him questions? He that's all he can tell you. Okay. Um, and he's like, "All right, now you can go wait for everybody else." Uh, and uh, now he leads uh, Westbury. Westbury. Wow. <laughs> he leads Baritone over to uh, the third suspect. Um, and you are sat across from a kind of greasy, shifty-looking dwarven man. Uh, very short dwarven man. Wearing a very, very well-tailored ta- suit. And uh, he's kind of wringing his hands and looking around very nervously. Um, and he says, uh, m- My partner had many enemies, but it was most likely his wife. Um, you should take some shampoo to your greasy ass hair. He does not respond to you. <laughs> Just letting you know this as a friend. Okay. Um, and so I was like, all right, you can you can go sit down now. Uh, and uh, now he leads uh, Boris. There we go. Uh, Boris over to um, the fourth suspect, sits him down, and you are sitting across from a very tall, uh, very stone-faced human um i mean he is like no expression thousand yard stare nothing going on kind of looking like no emotion shown um and uh, it's a human man um and he is wearing a, a suit but it looking a little threadbare in places um and he says uh, yes he was my competitor but i had no ill will towards him and uh Al says, all right, that's all he's got to say to you. Go ahead and wait. All right, then I'll just go over here. Yes, thank you. Uh, and now he finally takes uh, Swifty, uh, Adam, over to the last suspect and sits him down. Um, and you are actually sitting across from another Dragonborn um, man, uh, and he looks really nervous. I mean, he's darting around everywhere. He does... Does not seem to like being. Yeah, what are you doing? What color is he? Uh, he is a red dragonborn, um, and he does not seem to like being here. Uh, he is wearing heavy armor as well, um, and he. Uh, so yeah, the dragonborn does not look like he wants to be in the room. Um, you can see that he's wearing some very heavy armor as well. It looks to be guard armor, um, like city guard armor, and uh, he looks. He's not really looking you in the eyes. Like he just keeps shifted. His gaze shifts off of you. Uh, but he uh, he looks at you at one point and says, uh, "We found his body floating in the river. He was stabbed once." And that's all he has to say to you. Um, and then Al kind of gestures back to the rest of the group and says, all right, you you can go uh, back with them. And so now I want you as a group to sit down, share the information you've been given, and try to figure out which one of these five suspects actually killed J.P. Rockton. You've all got your information. Um, you've all grouped back up. And uh, now you guys can share what you've learned with each other um, and try to work out which one of these suspects killed the dead guy. Hey, what did he uh, say to you, Chirp? No. Oh, I spoke to the wife. She said her husband was pillar of the earth. The earth. The pillar of the community. (laughs) And why would anyone ever want to kill him? Hmm. Suspicious, right? Yeah. Well, my, uh, the dwarf I talked to said that 
Uh, he was the partner of the victim, and he also blames the wife. But that in and of itself, I think he has the most to gain so far. Who is this? The partner of the victim. Oh. Uh, my guy uh, was a human, and he was stone-faced. He's a human? He was a human. Ooh. Mm. Fuck humans. And he was wearing a suit, and I feel, I think he also said that he, he wasn't, uh, he had no ill wills towards the person involved. What did he do? What's up? <laughs> he was the competitor. Who was your guy? He had yeah. the competitor of the fucking, to, right? Who did you speak to? Yeah, who did you talk to? A human. Did he you was, get what his association with with the dead guy? He was wearing a suit. Yeah. <laughs> so he was the businessman. Bobulus is not good at this. Oh man. Was he his partner or something? Maybe. He could have been a partner. Oh. Okay. He could have just come back from uh, like a social event. No, he wasn't a partner. He was a competitor. Oh. And you should probably bring that information because my character doesn't know that. <laughs> What? I feel like something from another plane is telling me that, uh, <laughs> that maybe my character was actually the competitor <laughs> of the people involved. Wait, you're in on this little act too? Your character is the competitor? Oh no. I'm very confused. I'm very confused, right? So now. the person that I so, talked to, he was uh he was a bit angry. He was a half elf and he was an employee that worked with the guy, but he said he was a good boss, just a little stingy on the pay. <laughs> Most of them are, aren't they? Al? It was him. Oh yeah, Al left the room, by the way. Mm. As soon as hey, as soon as you guys had your information he put you together, he went and closed the door and left the room. Mm. Uh, side note, are you sure he was human? Or was he a dancer? He's definitely a killer. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're the only one that hasn't shared any information there. They found him in the river. He was stabbed once. I think his employee did it. So, are you the guilty party then, Swifty? Yeah, Swifty. I didn't kill him. I would have, but I didn't. <laughs> I think that puts that to rest. I think the partner has the most to gain, and he also blames somebody else. Yeah, that is pretty guilty. The partner, the partner. So, my uh, sweet life, my sweet wife did. Once you guys think you have the answer, um, you can go and knock on the door and let Al know. So the person that I talked to was angry, though. What do you think he could have been angry about? He's angry because he died. He no, he's angry employee. because he wasn't getting paid worth a damn. That's why he did it. He's a greedy human. Yeah. Well, he was a half-elf, but... It's even worse. Dirty worms. Yeah. Well, you're a worm. No, I'm a dragon. You're all worms. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm, Dragons I'm a, are worms. I'm a worm with a Y. You're a worm with an O. Okay, fair enough. I eat worms. I'm worm feet. <laughs> <laughs> well played, bird person. You are what you eat. Chirp. Um... No, I don't think I don't think that the uh, that the employee getting paid sh like shit had that much to gain from killing his boss. You don't have much then work he anymore. Then gets paid dancing. Let's go threaten Alcazar. I want a second though. 
I got a quick question, which is one of them said he was. We found him stabbed only once. Yep. One time. How do they know that? He found him in the river. The guard found him in the river with a stab wound, which means he was stabbed. So I know this. Did we find a weapon at all? I do not know this. You don't have that information. You only know that he was stabbed once and was found in the river. He was wet. Do, did your guard know anything about where the stab wound was? No. Chirp, did you say if the wife not was crying? Information. Chirp, did you say if the wife was crying? Oh, the, the wife? Mm. Was, was, was. She looked like she may have been crying. She was a little upset. She didn't know why her husband would be dead. Who would who would want to do that to her husband, the pillar of the community? What yeah. happens if we Did it look wrong? like she was honestly <laughs> no, saddened by bad. her husband's loss? Or? Yeah, but I don't think that, I mean, with her husband being gone, now she's not going to make as much money now because he's not bringing money in the family anymore. Did he have a life insurance policy? And in this world... No idea. He does have a competitor. With the competitor out of the way, he would have gotten all that business. Yeah, but the competitor still has competition because the partner is still in business. Maybe it was all the of them. The partner doesn't have to split his share anymore. They all did it together. Oh, The employee was greedy. The, of the wife was sleeping with the like partner. they've all been to some kind of event. We should kill them all. The wife and the partner? All of them. All of them. Mm -hmm. It's not real, by the way. The wife and the partner. They were working together. Is that your answer? Is that what you're going to tell Al? Kill them all. Are you all going to agree on that? I think it's the partner. I would like more information. That's all the information you get? Yeah, I think it's either the partner or the wife. The wife doesn't have that much to gain from him being dead. I will go with the majority as long as I get to kill someone. I was the partner. <laughs> Possibly the wife was behind it. Were that, were, what were they all wearing? Can we all remember what they were all wearing? That was not all. Uh, yeah. the, my dwarf that I talked to was a, a very n noble garb. Yeah, the uh, dwarven woman, the wife, the was finely dressed. Uh, the Oh, I wrote mine down, so I was going to answer that question. I was just waiting oh, yeah. for someone to stop talking. Okay. Uh, <laughs> my, uh, my angry half-elf man was uh, wearing uh, bad er, beggar's clothing. And he was, he looked low class. Like, he was. Did he just, have anything to gain? Not really. I mean, I maybe he was just mad about really his pay. So. Go work for the competitor if you have, if you're really mad about your wages. Why'd you kill your boss? He was hired his by his boss's wife. His boss. he, because he wouldn't have to split the money anymore. None of you are suspicious wife. enough. <laughs> hmm? Maybe. I think the partner has the most to gain. You don't have to split profits anymore. We're going with partner. Partner. All right, so... I'm going to withhold judgment. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to be prejudiced. So but it's go... a party decision, so... <laughs> so you guys go up and uh, you knock on the door and Al opens the door. And, uh, so so you've made your decision? Oh. You think you know which one of these guys killed him? With the small amount of information we had. And no body. So who did it? We believe it was the partner. 
Good work. You're right. Well done. Why Why do you think it was the partner? Mainly because he had the most to gain. Exactly. Uh, you also... Did you notice that he was also the only one that made an accusation? Yes, I, I did. I did notice that and point that out to the party. Well done. Well done. Yeah. Can yeah, I guys. have my raise now? No. Can I have a raise in? But you do. Well, <laughs> you may get the job. You pay. Oh. Okay. So now we're going to go ahead and bring in uh, the other team <laughs> that I talked about earlier. Um, we're going to clear these other people out of here and uh, we're going to have ourselves a good old fashioned fight. Uh, I just kind of want to see a good test of both sides' uh, skills and abilities. Um, try not to kill each other. Ah, please. I use my words. I make no promises. Are we having this particular fight with the safety spell off? Oh, yeah, safety spells off. I mean, okay. if somebody dies, it's, you all signed the release in your interview, so... It's, it's okay. I have cure wounds. It'll be all right. Yeah, we, I mean, we've got a druid standing by that knows resurrection. I mean, it is a long spell. You might come back as a different race, but at least you'll be alive. Can you guarantee you get a beard if you come back? No. That, that might not be so bad. <laughs> okay, so um, I'll be right back. And he uh, runs out the room. You guys are kind of left there. Uh, all the people sitting in the chairs kind of get up, grab their chair, and they all leave as well. They seem to have had previous instructions. Uh, about two minutes later, uh, Aldalar comes back leading uh, another group of five seemingly adventurers. Um, there is a tall Aarakocra, uh in kind of mage garb, uh, wearing long robes in a hood. Uh, there is a stout uh, dwarf with nice heavy armor and a sword and shield. Um, there is a half-elf uh, who is carrying a harpsichord on his back and in some fine clothing. Uh, there is a gnome um, that is kind of wearing some odd looking armor um, and he's just got a belt with a bunch of uh, glass vials strapped to it um, and then kind of behind them hard to see there is what appears to be maybe a halfling uh, that is kind of constantly moving behind each one of them um, and is wearing very dark clothing. Uh, Al says, all right, so um, this is your competition for today. Uh, I want a good, clean fight. Um, and like I said, please, everyone, try not to kill each other. Um, and uh, all right, let's do this thing. So I'm going to need everybody to roll for initiative. Initiative. Bravo. 18. 10. 14. 18. 14. Oh. What's your dex, Adam? Plus four. Okay. Uh, Carrie, what's your dex? Plus three. He goes first. All right. So, Wes, what's your dex? Uh, plus three. 16 total. Uh, Ashley, what's your dex? Uh, plus two. 14 okay, total. Okay, so Wes goes. Okay, so uh, first in the order is Adam. Swifty, what are you gonna do? Okay, so you guys have all kind of lined up in front of each other. Yeah, uh, like how are they set up? I'd say you guys are on one side of the room. 
they're on the other side of the room. Uh, the room is about 50 feet across. Um, so they're about 40 to 50 feet away. I'm going to go about half the distance and acid breath their group. Nice. <laughs> uh, do they have to make deck save or is that a attack roll? I think that's a line, ain't it? I thought it was a 10 it foot shoots line. In, yeah, you're right. It shoots in a straight line. Yeah, but I only think you have like a 10 or 15 foot range. No, it's a 30 foot range. Oh. But it is a straight line. It's not a spray like I thought. So you can hit at least five by 30 foot line. It's a deck save. Okay. So who are you trying to hit there? Which one of them? The one in the center. Whichever one that is. This most center one. Uh, I would say that's probably the fighter. Uh, yeah. Would be right up in the front in the middle. Um, so. Oh yeah, he uh, nat one. Um, so he sees your acid breath coming um, as you're spewing it out in a line towards him uh, and tries to get out of the way and actually slips a little bit and just takes the full brunt of it. So go ahead and roll your damage on that. 12. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that acid hits him and uh, it actually looks like it's eating through parts of his armor um, and he starts to scream a bit. Um, and then kind of steals himself. Um, and then, uh, Carrie, it's uh, chirp. Me. Oh, well, oh yeah, you I still have, have your- bonus action that I'm going to use to jump back to my group. Dip away. Okay. Uh, so then, yeah. And that's the end of your turn? Yeah. Uh, Carrie. Chirp. All right. Uh, which one did, uh, I'm hit? Uh, the fighter, the dwarven fighter. Yeah, okay. that one. And then you backed up? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to run up and hit him up with my rapier. Okay. <laughs> and then I'm going to disengage using my cunning action. All right. Oh. Wait, do I have throw, to do yeah, my yeah. d20 first? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's that? Uh, 11. 11 total? Plus 5. 16. 16? 16 will hit? 11. 11. All right. So um, he actually goes down to one knee. Uh, so you run right up to him and just kind of while he's, you know, r recoiling from this acid. Melting. Uh, yeah. Uh, a little distracted and kind of slide your rapier in in one of these spots in his armor <coughs> where the, uh, the acid is ate away. And he lets out a pretty good scream and goes down to one knee. And he's looking pretty bad. He looks like he's bleeding pretty hard. Nice. And then you're going to disengage from him yep all right um wes barry what are you gonna do so we have a, a barbarian a a bar. fighter a mage a bard a guy who looks like he's carrying a bunch of potions and a rogue kind of chilling behind them um uh, let's see i'm going to go to the guy with the potions. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to move though, because I have 60 foot range on this, and I am going to do cast vicious mockery. Is that a save or is that a? It's a wisdom save. All right. 
I'm just gonna be like, your breath stinks. What's your uh, what's your DC on that? DC is fifteen. Yeah, he does not. He, he does not save. Yeah. How much damage? Uh, four psychic damage, and he has disadvantage on his next attack. All right. Okay. Uh, so you see the little gnome dude with all the uh, potions around. Oh, what do you... It, it's cutting words? Yeah. What do you say? No, no. A vicious mockery. Oh, vicious... What do you say? I said he's, his breath stinks. Oh, and uh, you see him kind of like... Uh, no, it doesn't. I can smell it from over here. Oh. Cast. Uh, and uh, he looks a little downtrodden now, but not too worse for wear. Has a mild headache. Um, Ashley, Mr. Boris. Um, so I'm gonna step forward and tentatively uh, flip up my warhammer, and on the bottom of my warhammer is my focus, which is I could do this without the voice, right? Which yeah. is a uh, <laughs> sapphire, and uh, from that I'm gonna tap. The base of the warhammer and cast uh, right. cast uh, chromatic orb. Oh, nice! All right. Which is I hurl a four-inch diameter sphere of energy at a creature. So whichever one's the lowest HP right now. Uh, I'd say probably the fighter. Okay. Looks he's he's bleeding pretty bad. He's down on one knee. Cool. So I just throw it at the fighter, and uh, I gotta do gotta throw it as a as a range spell, which I think is. Should be D twenty plus your spell modifier. Okay, so that's a, okay, so that's a not twenty. Oh shit! <laughs> Remember, I'm not the best wizard, so keep that in mind. But somehow you, I'm so, a trainee. So even though it looks really sloppy, but you you cast this chromatic orb at him, and right. it hits him directly in the face, which is great. So he takes because uh, I cast it at third level. It's gonna take four D eight damage. Damn acid. Damn more acid. Oh no. Third level. We don't have third level spell slots yet. Yeah, we're third level. Yeah, we are. Sorry, yeah. Oh, no, you're right. He's right. We, we have level two. Have level yeah, level two. you should have. Yeah, yeah so he's right. It's only, only three, my bad. Three. Okay. Yeah. Still. Yeah, four, six, two, eight, eighteen. <laughs> yeah, damn. Okay, so uh, this, this chromatic orb hits him directly in the face uh, and bursts into even more acid, and uh, he screws up. So much acid, and uh, he goes unconscious and falls forward. Uh, is that that's the end of your turn? It's about all you can do, I would imagine, unless you want to move around. Yeah, yeah, that one. Um, lazy. I'm gonna walk up to the biggest looking guy there and uh, hit him with my quarter staff. That would now be the mage. He's pretty tall. He's a Aarakocra bird person. Oh. Hate to do it. The <laughs> uh, seventeen hit. Oh, seventeen definitely hits. Eight. Okay, let me re-roll that. Sorry, <laughs> my bad. But oh, she's two-handing it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No problem. Oh, um, so twelve. All right, twelve damage. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What does he look like? Because that's gonna depend on my next action. Oh, uh, well, where do you want to hit him? Um, I hit him across the face and then, yeah, just across person. the face. So yeah, you, uh, you step up to him and just two hand, 
just smack him across the face with this thing and he just like he saw you coming but just didn't know what quite to do after watching his friend get, get acid doused washed. in acid yeah uh and uh you kind of bloodied his beak i guess is that where a bird's nose is yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's where i hit him so yeah, yeah a little bit of blood right. comes out of his nostril holes on his beak <laughs> yeah okay shift his trip a couple of feathers fall off uh but he's still he, he, <coughs> i mean he looks relatively all right okay and then i'm going to uh do flurry of blows and spend one key point uh and that's two unarmed strikes all right um does 13 hit 13 hits uh all right 13 and then that one hits as well all right um and he gets five uh, total plus, plus twice your decks because they're two separate hits. Oh, really? Yeah, you yeah. That's a plus four as well. Yeah, you add your decks to because okay. you're a monk. Yep. Nice. All right, so uh, five plus eight is thirteen. Damn. Okay. Yeah. So uh, so we'll kind of restart that. Uh, you step up to him and take a nice big swing with both of uh, both your hands with that staff and just smack him across the face with it. And while he's kind of reeling from that, uh, you like put the staff down and plant it and kind of use your momentum to push your body up and give him two more kicks straight to the face and that knocks him right out. Uh, and he goes down. Are you just gonna stay standing over? Oh his body? yeah, no. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna move back, back, back on up. Okay. Uh, so now it is actually their turn. Um, and first up, the rogue uh, is gonna pop out from behind. Um, actually, I'm gonna need everybody to make a uh, perception check real quick. Got eleven. All right. 13. Ooh, nat 20. Oh, shit. Okay. Eight. Nice. <laughs> 18. 18. Okay, so uh, both uh, Barry and uh, Swifty <laughs> noticed this uh, rogue, like, shifting in between the bard and the uh, uh, halfling or gnomish guy with all the potions. Um that's what. And uh, I'm like peekaboo. I see you, motherfucker. No, yeah, he uh, <laughs> he actually tries to take a uh, attack at uh, Swifty, um, but he's not going to get his advantage for being hidden. Um, so he's going to raise a small crossbow, um, and he nat twenties. Um, so yeah, you're going to take. <laughs> oh shit. At least it didn't sneak attack. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, you take seven points of damage. Six. Oh, shit. Wait. Sorry. That was a nat 20. Um, you take nine points of damage. Uh, and then he's going to try and hide again. So another perception check from everybody. It's probably not going to matter. What'd you get? 15. Oh, yeah. You see him. I'm oblivious. I'm like... What'd you what roll? rogue? What'd you roll? A two. What's your plus? Uh, three, so five. Oh, yeah, no, you don't see him. Yeah, I'm totally oblivious 11. to it. Oh, yeah, you saw him. 21. Yeah, oh, yeah, you definitely did. Nine. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> Boris and, uh, Lazy... <laughs> 
do not somehow notice this uh, horribly hidden. This rogue try to duck back in a corner um, and like pull his robe up above him and like. But the the rest of you totally see him just kind of like crouch down in this corner and pull his knees up and put his robe over him and be like, "You can't I'm see." I'm a shadow. Him. Yeah, I'm I looked up at I looked up at Barry and was like. What are you talking about? Who are go? you? Yeah, who are you talking about? You seeing over there? Uh, <laughs> next up, the uh, bard um, is gonna. He pulls his harpsichord off his back and he strums it, and it makes this horrible, like horrible, just like melody out of it. Um, and I'm gonna need everybody to make a dexterity save. Ouch. Nineteen. Whoa. Yeah, you guys are all grouped up, so yeah. Ooh. Is this off the saving throws? Yeah. 14. Dex save. 14? 21. Nice. 15. Nice. F- 15 or 50? 15. Wow. <laughs> For Definitely a second, I, thought you said, I was like, wow. I jumped over the building. No way. <laughs> it's your number yeah. plus I your dexterity? Yeah. Oh, well, there's the saving Nine, throw. Nine, then. Yeah, there's a lot. He's got it. He's got it. Oh, no, yeah, it's here. 15. Yeah. 15? Um... You said 14 there? Yes. Uh, so, Ashley and you were 15 as well, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Ashley, Carrie, and Michelle all, or I guess I should say uh, Boris, Lazy, and Chirp are all able to kind of get their way um, out of this spell of shatter that kind of explodes out of the middle of all of you. Um so that is 17 for uh, Wes and Adam. Um, and what's... I'm down to one. <laughs> oh, whoa. And that's eight for everybody okay. else. So you don't look so well right now. Yeah, bards are uh, rogues tend to be a little squishy. Spartas, uh, rogue, dragon, but yeah, that's eight points for everybody else. Uh, and then lastly, the uh, little gnome dude steps up. Um, and grabs one of these potion-looking things off of his belt, um, and he just kind of lobs it in the middle of all of you, and we need y'all to make deck saves again. <laughs> 17. You're good. 25. You're good. 21. You're good. 14. You're not good. <laughs> no. Oh, Ashley? At least 15. <laughs> 15 plus his dex. Oh, nice. 17. Yeah, you're good. Um, So, uh, he tosses this potion in the middle of all of you, and immediately it erupts in this, like, smoke, um, and it starts to kind of choke at your breathing, and everybody but Chirp is able to jump out of the way of this cloud um, and she 21, takes dog. what's up? I, a 21. I know everybody but Chirp is able to jump out of the way oh sucker <laughs> <laughs> Chirp what are you doing hacking on that uh, it does 4 damage Whoops. you know that's bad for you <laughs> Uh, but now you are uh, effectively blinded until you move, so you can't see. Like you're just stuck in the middle of this choking cloud oh. um, until you move on your next turn. Which and then it makes its way its way back up to Adam, Swifty. What you gonna do? I'm gonna use all of my motion to get to the other side of the room where that rogue is hiding, and take both my daggers and stab him in the face. All right. Uh, so 
<laughs> I would say um, you're going to want to make a regular attack with your dagger and then an off-hand attack with the other dagger. So what do I roll? Uh, so roll a d20 to start with. 14. Oh, plus anything? Yeah, that's definitely yeah. going to hit. It's going to be like plus six for you. Plus your proficiency. So. Plus yeah. Um, so yeah, you definitely hit. So go ahead and roll a d6. Or uh, d4 plus... Is it D4? Dex? Yeah, D4. Uh, D4 plus six. Plus six? Oh, wait, no. It should say right next to your daggers, man. 1D4 plus four. Says, oh, plus four. Well, okay. it says plus D6 slash plus D4. So one of them is a D6 and one of them is a D4. Well, one of them's plus six, one of them's plus four. It depends on that. The D6 is your main oh, yeah. attack. The four is... Or no, D6 is... The damage. Dex attack. No. Four is strength attack. Because no, it's, it's a dagger. It's the plus that's going two attack, so plus six is his uh his his main hand two yeah. attack. His offhand does not have proficiency bonus to it. No, yeah, no. And I so know that's why it's a plus four. But the reason why it's on his sheet as plus six slash plus four is plus six is throwing the dagger, plus four is stabbing with the dagger. They both use dex. And he's proficient with both. Nope. Oh yeah. Nope. Okay, so you got a three on the... A, a regular just stab attack with a dagger is a strength attack. It's, what am I rolling next? Let's not do this. I don't... No, what, it's what a thrown one. next? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. No, you were rolling a D6 plus four. Or a D4 plus four, rather. So, okay, seven then. Seven? Yeah. Okay, so, uh, and then roll another D20. One. Yeah. Uh, so you try to stab him a second time, and that just you glance off of his uh, his belt. Um, I still have my bonus action. Did he render him naked? No. <laughs> I'm gonna use my bonus action to take my thousand ball bearings and scatter them in front of all of the remaining bad guys. Okay. <laughs> I like it. All right, so now they have basically difficult terrain in front of them mm -hmm. if they want to move forward. Um, and now it is Chirp. So I can't get close without walking on these ball bearings now. You're blind anyway. You can't I'm move. I'm blind still. Well, you, you can move. move. It's just uh, you can't attack from where you're at if you're going to make a ranged attack. Okay, but these ball bearings... You're gonna move blind. Anyway? It just means you have half half have to move out of the way. speed. Basically, you're fine. You're close enough to them that you can get well, right. I go up to uh, this rogue here. Hit him with my rapier. Okay. Well, go ahead and make a attack roll for me. Ooh, it's a nineteen plus five. Oh, that definitely five. hits. Oh. Eleven. All right, so uh, you step up to him with your rapier um, as he's kind of, like, crouched down trying to hide, even though he just got attacked pretty good. Um, Slash. Yeah, well, and, like, you're... Oh, wait, no, you should have advantage on that, and you're going to get your Why sneak attack damage. She she's a rogue. Just, yeah, but she was just in a blinded spot. Not, she's standing not, next to Swifty. I'm not a rogue. Because he's still standing above her. Yeah, no, you're she a, went an to investigator. A different guy. I went to the rogue. She went to the one over here. Didn't she? Did you attack the rogue that I was going to attack, Carrie? Oh, that's the rogue. Who's this? Uh, that is the uh, 
the bard. Oh, I slashed the bard. Oh, okay, that's fine. Uh, I just, I wasn't looking at the map. Um, so yeah, you step up to the bard, rather, um, and uh, try to go in for a, a cut or a stab on him, and he tries to duck out of the way, and you parry at the last second and uh, get a nice strong cut against across his stomach. Um, and But he still looks pretty good. All right. Is that all you can do? You want to try and disengage, or you just? Want oh to yeah, I disengage. All right. I've got cunning action. Squawk. I can use every turn. And now it is Barry. Um, I'm going to use vicious mockery again, but this time I'm going to look at the rogue. Uh, and be like, "You really suck at hiding." <laughs> 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 Uh, oh wait, that's a wisdom save. Oh yeah, it's a wisdom save. Yeah. Uh, does a sixteen uh, save? Sixteen passes. Okay. Does he take half damage? No, nothing happens. It's oh, just okay. a cantrip. Um, and he looks back at you and he's like, "Fuck you!" Oh, I'm going to walk. Uh, You're gonna... really bad at insulting people. <laughs> No, that's too much towards the center. I'm going to keep my way towards the wall opposite of everybody else. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and that's it for your turn? Yeah. All right. Uh, Boris. Um, hmm. Boris walks forward and then... Uh, I don't know. It's 50 foot this room though, right? Yeah, just about. I don't think I can get there, so I'm just going to walk to the center of the room, and then I'm going to cast Blade Ward on myself, I guess. Yeah, Blade Ward? Yeah. Uh, what does that do? It uh, means that I'm safe resistance against blades. <laughs> Either bludgeon and piercing or slicing damage. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, yeah, and it's just an action. And so that's I it? just touch myself. <laughs> that's literally what it says in the book. It says, touch yourself. <laughs> when I think about blades, I touch myself? I guess I think I can cast it on someone else as well. But, but you have to touch I can't that. reach the people I wanted to because I haven't got the, the range. So. Hey, didn't you have some cure wounds, buddy? Yeah, he's still out of uh, one. You're right, Wes. Daggers are finesse. I know I'm right. (laughs) Uh, Michelle, uh, lazy, it's your turn. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to... What's the peacock? Who's Professor Peacock? The bard. I'm going to come up to the (laughs) bard. That's the bard, yes. Professor Peacock. Mrs. Peacock. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Whatever. I'm going up to Mrs. Peacock, the bard. And... uh, Hashtag quarter staff. Quarter staff. Oh man. Smack him around. Does twelve hit Miss Peacock? No, it does not. Didn't think so. Well, I back up. That's it. All right. Uh, now it is their turn. Um, the rogue uh, is going to just straight up attack you, Adam, yeah, since you're still right up in his face. Uh, he pulls a uh, dagger out from his own belt. 
and misses you cleanly because uh, there's no way in fuck a three plus anything is going to beat your armor class. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, he just from the ground is like trying to take a good swipe at you and misses. Um, and that's pretty much his turn. Um, well, no, he's going to try to stand up and get away. And so you have a chance to make a uh, opportunity attack on him. So roll d20. I imagine you still have your dagger in your hand. So. 19. Oh, yeah, you stabbed the crap out of him. Uh, roll a d4 plus 4. 5. 5 total? All right, yeah. Uh, so he is bleeding pretty good. Uh, you catch him, like, right under the ribs as he's going to run away, um, and he only gets about 10, 15 feet away. Uh, next up, the bard uh, is going to try to heal him from a distance um actually no he's more concerned with the the uh i guess he would be more concerned with the monk that's right up in his face right now um so he's going to pull his rapier out from his belt and try to fend you off there lazy um <laughs> does a 13 hit Mm-mm. No, uh, I figured. Uh, so yeah, he's just not able to land an attack on you. Um, and finally, the uh, the alchemist, this little gnome dude, um, is he just a head? Oh my god, <laughs> he's smaller than uh, a halfling. He is going to pull uh, another one of those potion-looking things off of his belt, um, and he is actually. Who's over in the corner there by themselves? That? Uh, the Not the bird, the guy. This? Yeah, this is that's Wes. That's me. That's Wes? Yeah, so uh, he's going to huck a, uh, another one of these potions at you there, Wes. Oh, shit. Uh, does a nine hit? A nine is not hit. I okay. think that's because he's not strong enough to get it all the way across the room. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> about five feet away from you on the floor kind of behind everybody else uh this potion hits the ground and erupts into kind of a green spray in about a five foot radius and uh it immediately starts to eat through the floor and aldalar who's sitting over on the side watching all this is like hey 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 watch the watch the floor there come on now i gotta repair this shit um, and now it's going to be going back to Adam Swifty. I hope you have mend after we're done with this fight. <laughs> the rogue's still alive, right? Yeah. And he's like 10 feet away. Oh, yeah. Me. He's looking pretty rough, though. So I'm going to, like, walk up to him and grab him by his shoulders and, like, acid him right in the face. Oh, damn. Okay. So that's what a uh, deck save, right? Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to give him disadvantage on that since you're grabbing him. Uh yeah, he totally does not save. Uh, <laughs> so it's what, 2d8? 2d6. Or 2d6. Ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, you blast this acid breath right in his face, and you can see that the first couple layers of skin in his fa- on his face just melt right off, and he immediately loses consciousness. He still appears to be alive, but he's out. And then I'm going to take my bonus action. Can I bite him? Yeah. I'm going to bite his face off. 
So make an unarmed attack. You're not so actually a T-Rex. Roll a D20. <laughs> I love Dragon it, though. He's getting, a, he's getting a bit excited. 15 plus. Oh, yeah. 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 He's unconscious, so yeah. <laughs> uh, now, go ahead and roll. It's a, I believe unarmed is D4 plus your proficiency. Or no, no, that's for monks. It's just a D4. T finesse weapons. Two. Two. Uh, so yeah, you bite his face as he's unconscious, and uh, you can see your teeth marks you do have, like, in the like, like melted part of his face, and it's bleeding a bit, but he's still alive. Swear to yeah, do you have like a dragon's mouth or jaw? Kind of, well, he's like a dragon man, so like dragon, he's got sharp dragon teeth. Yeah. But yeah, so that's pretty much your turn there. Yeah. So, uh, chirp. Chomp him. Oh, me, okay, uh, I'm, I'm close by here, this, uh, bard. He's up all on my yeah. friend Lazy. Yeah. So I'm gonna come up and hit him with my rapier. Okay, make an attack. You get five it's breath. 17 plus five. 22. Alright, yeah, that hits. Okay, just making sure I can hear it. It's just I don't hear it in the recording. I hear it. You ready? Through the headphones. Yeah, twenty-two hits. Eight again plus Eight. three. Uh, yeah. So uh, you come up and you stab this uh this bard pretty good uh through the leg, and he just goes right down, um, and is laying on the ground, clutching his leg, kind of screaming a little bit, but uh. For the, he he's looking pretty damn rough, but he's still awake. Uh, are you gonna step off him or just stay right on top of him? Mm, yeah, I'll back up a little bit. Okay, uh, Barry. Um, 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 I'm going to cast. Uh, the rogue is down. The alchemist and the bard are still up. Heal me, small human. Mm, you're doing okay. Are you even a human? <laughs> no, I'm half elf. So he's, oh, he's half they're right. They're all worms. Human well. <laughs> and really, <laughs> technically, you're the only worm. Depends how you spell it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to cast a uh, whole person on the uh, 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 on the alchemist. The rogue's okay. out of it, right? Uh, he's got to make what a uh, wisdom oh, save, or is that? that is a he's on conscience side. He is. Uh, does a twenty-one? Uh, yeah, that passes. Yeah. So he feels your uh, your hold person spell trying to take effect, and he just kind of not today, and shakes it off. Bastard. I uh, am going to move up to the corner of the building furthest away from everyone. Okay. Uh, all right, Boris. Okay, so I'm actually going to move forward to my friend over here, Mr. Your, Dragonborn. Your mic is actually over there. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to move forward from the center of the room Much better. towards Mr. Dragonborn. Killer dude who's just bitten someone's face. And I'm going to touch him very carefully <laughs> on the back and cast invisibility. So, oh shit! All right. Uh -oh. um, is there anything about like 
unwilling or like would you be would you let him cast a spell on you that'd be cool with that. okay i don't think i notice it until i'm invisible and there's a like sweet okay <laughs> this Thank is you, preferable hmm. yeah anything the 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 target is wearing or carrying is also invisible as long as it is on that person yeah i would imagine he's probably pretty willing you gotta but... concentrate it he probably thinks you're healing him at first <laughs> and then realizes, wait, I'm invisible. Wait, this is better. <laughs> okay. We still have to roll the cast that doesn't say it. Just says touch. Yeah, no, no, there shouldn't be any rule. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's good for right. an hour. <clears throat> and that's all you're going to do? Uh, invisible? Yeah, I think so. Yes, I am. All right. Uh, Michelle, lazy. Um. The bard's still in front of me, kind of like grabbing his shin, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm going to hit him with my quarter staff. Okay. I'll no, bring it down on him. Uh, you have advantage on it as well because he's on the ground. Uh, 17. Oh, yeah. And six. Uh, that's enough. Yeah, so you uh, give him one good wrap right on the uh, side of his temple and knock him right out. All right, and then I'm going to move forward with a key point and do the flurry of blows and punch the gnome. Or actually times. kick the gnome a couple times. Okay. Oh, not one. Uh, and not good, 12. Uh, yeah, so you try to be all slick and roll up on this gnome and... You throw a couple of quick kicks at him, and he's able to actually grab your foot on the first one and throw you off balance enough that the second kick miss misses as well. Um, and now it's his turn, actually, um, and he's gonna uh, he's gonna be like, ha, nice try," and he's going to um, pull out one of these potions around his uh, waist, and he's going to throw it at your feet. I'm assuming that a 17 is probably going to... I'm going to tell him that I'm using cutting words on him. What do you... It's not your turn. I'm interrupting. It's a... Uh, cutting words is a... Instant? It's a reaction. Oh, shit. Okay. I'm using my reaction. Okay. Um, uh, but what do I say? <laughs> like, <laughs> you're not a damn pharmacist. Get the hell out of here. And I subtract... One. Ah, <laughs> um, so... So I subtract one from his attack roll. Does a 16 hit? Nope. Oh, damn. Uh, okay, well, uh, you're able to jump out of the way, but where he threw that uh, that potion, there is now a spot. Uh, like, when it exploded, it turned into this white, like, nasty-looking kind of goop, I guess you'd say. And uh, if you step in that spot, you're going to get stuck there. Um, and it will take a full round of your action, like all of your action to get out of it. Did I dodge to the left or the right? Uh, to the right. Why not? Super duper. Um, and now it's uh, Swifty. All that's left is the alchemist. I'm invisible, so I'm going to use my movement to go behind the alchemist. Advantage. So, oh yeah, you're invisible. He doesn't see you coming. Uh, oh, uh, make a quick stealth check to make sure you're not making too much noise. D20? Yeah, yeah. D20 plus your stealth. 15 plus 8. You're fucking lucky. 
Stealthy. Because that's what, like 23? Yeah. Um, I rolled a fucking 18. <laughs> Even still, though. And his perception you... is like four. So, yeah, like 22. He so, would yeah. have advantage anyway. He would have had advantage, but he gets an advantage on his attacks because the defender doesn't see him regardless. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying, like, it, it's yeah, still a stealth check. He's there. Well, it's still a stealth check to move around when he you're He might invisible. hear the footsteps or something like that. Yeah, to make sure you're not making noise. So, yeah, he doesn't see you coming. So, you're going to attack him? Yeah, with my rapier. Okay. So, uh, d20 plus 6. 11. You have advantage on the Oh, yeah, you have 11 advantage, yeah, because you're invisible. 19. 19? Yeah, 19 definitely hits. Uh, So, then now you get your sneak attack damage, so that should be, what, an extra 2d6? 2d6. Uh, So, you should roll... 1d8 and 2d6 and add 4. Correct. Yep. 18. Jesus fucking Christ. So yeah, you out of nowhere just uh, impale your rapier through the back of this alchemist uh, and like all everybody else sees is just this sword stick through this guy's chest out of nowhere and he just like starts choking on blood and goes down. I'm assuming you wanted to kill the shit out of him. Yeah, that's what yeah. I do. <laughs> Anybody yeah, else I would have assumed non-lethal, but... <laughs> da, 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 yeah. da, da, hey, you solved my fucking guy's puzzle. I run up to Swifty and I'm like, well, I don't know where he's at, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I'm like, Swifty! Swift, Swifty! So I'm, I'm trying to cure you. This guy I killed, I'm going to go up to him and like dip my hands in his blood and start painting over the invisibility. So yeah, now you can see where he's at. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Did you see this like blood street shape? I kill real around. good. <laughs> oh, I'm not sure if I want to touch you to cast this spell. So uh, as soon as you guys take down that... Or as soon as he takes down the alchemist, and you guys are kind of milling around. Al is like, "Oh wow, holy crap! Wow, good job, guys. Good job, good job." And uh, the, he goes and knocks on the door, and the door opens up, and a couple of uh, uh, druid-looking dudes come running in and grab uh, all the people who are laying on the ground and drag I'm them out. I'm crying a little bit for the little gnome that just died. And like as they're dragging them out, they're like pouring potions into their mouth. Well, and they grab the gnome, and they're like, "Oh, don't, don't, don't worry about him, honey. Uh, we're gonna go." and get him resurrected real soon. It's I'm, an NPC anyway. I'm him. just yeah. seeing scenes I from Barbarian on the Commodore 64. Problems, right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, Al is like, wow, you guys you guys went above and beyond today. Uh, I think you're all going to be a great fit here. So uh, I'll see y'all tomorrow morning. Um, get the fuck out of here because now I have to clean this shit up. You pay me now? Money. I told... Okay. <laughs> You can stay back. We're gonna we're gonna talk about this.
That's a wrap, people.